Hey folks, welcome to A Talk in the Woods. This isn't so much an episode as an introduction. You're going to be hearing from someone else over the next 10 or more episodes, and so I wanted to introduce her to you. Lily Horn is the summer intern with the Maine Mountain Collaborative. She's really the co-producer and editor of the podcast, so the intern title really doesn't do her role justice. She's helping with the logistics of the interviews and doing a few interviews herself. On a recent trip to Moosehead Lake, we camped at Lily Bay State Park, aptly named, and I had a chance to interview Lily about her and her role in the podcast. So this is our conversation by the campfire at Lily Bay State Park. I hope you enjoy it. I'm Lily Horn. I'm from Poundle, Maine. Well, I'm from a few different places, but most recently Poundle, Maine, and that is where I would say home is. I am going to be a junior at Carleton College, which is in Northfield, Minnesota, in the fall. And this summer, I am an intern with the Maine Mountain Collaborative, and my primary project is this podcast. So setting up the interviews and doing a little bit of interviewing, doing a lot of audio editing, and also just kind of learning more about the conservation world and getting exposure to lots of different things. I've gotten to shadow a forester. That was today. Um, What else? I've done some land research, some history reading, just to learn more about Maine. So where are we now? Right now, we are at Lily Bay Campground on Moosehead Lake. We got the fire going. Yeah, we got the fire going. So what are you studying at Carleton? So at Carleton, I am studying, I'm majoring in sociology and anthropology, which is a combined major at Carleton. Um, I'm studying kind of a variety of things, but I like the lens of sociology and anthropology because I really find people very interesting and how people interact with each other, and especially how people interact with their environment, which is kind of what led me to this. And one of the reasons I really love Maine, because I think the people in Maine are so special. So I would say sociology and anthropology major, but definitely very interested in environmental studies and ecology. So So I recall I got, I don't know if it was an email from you around the Maine Mountain Collaborative, the Maine Mountain Symposium that we organized Mm -hmm. on climate change in the Maine, Maine Mountains. How did you find out about that and what inspired you to reach out? Yeah, so... I think I came across a paper that was on your website. It was the ecological value of the Western Maine Mountains. I think I read that, and then I was like, oh, the Maine Mountain Collaborative. I've never heard of the Maine Mountain Collaborative before. Yeah, no one has. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it sounds interesting. I was intrigued. And so I signed up for the, I saw the symposiums coming up, signed up for the symposium. Then a bunch of things happened. One of which was that it was during COVID and I had to be put in isolation because I got a fever, but I didn't have COVID. But I was in isolation, very like, it was a frantic, kind of hectic time. And so then I forgot about the symposium. Plus I also forgot the time difference. There was a whole (laughs) confluence of things that happened, but basically I missed the symposium. And then I got a follow-up email from me, Brian, I think. And I didn't realize at the time that it was just like a form email, I think to everyone who attended the symposium, (laughs) but, or who had registered anyway. So yeah, cause I was disappointed that I missed it. I emailed you back and I said, Oh yeah, I'm interested in this. And, um, and then you emailed me back. And then, um, we talked on the phone once, I think, cause I 
told you some of my interests and then you said that you were also interested in anthropology and kind of environmental anthropology and then I was thinking about different like project ideas and you said well I have this podcast that I'm trying to get going would you be interested in working on that and I love podcasts I love listening to them I had no experience making them and no experience using audio equipment but here we are you <laughs> do now try. I do now yeah <laughs> yeah you picked it up pretty quickly well it was it was thanks to Alice you and Alice both showing me how to use Hindenburg that being the editing right, software yeah. yes the editing software called Hindenburg yeah it's really just one of those things I think you just keep playing with it and I still have a lot of moments where all of a sudden I don't know what I've done and I just hit command Z until it looks like it did before I did something <laughs> so I do that a fair amount still I'm definitely getting more efficient I'm getting more of an ear for what sounds good or like what the style of our podcast is and kind of like piecing together the story in some ways I think I've gotten more I'm a little bit more meticulous about the details but then in other ways I think I'm less concerned about like oh does this flow perfectly from one idea to the other and Mm -hmm. it's a little bit more natural because I think a lot of it is just conversations and so conversations don't always they don't they're not always just like linear so yeah I think that's a balance of like how much do you because you could spend forever editing conversations to make them flow in just the right Mm -hmm. way or cover exactly what you want and then it's you know how much have you broken up a natural conversation into something that's not natural yeah. Do you want me to add some wood to the fire? Uh, sure, yeah. So you want to talk a little bit about what we've done so far in terms of the podcast? Yeah. So, yeah, trips and who we've talked to and a little bit about if you've been listening to this podcast, where are we going to hear you come into it? Yeah. So, so far, so it started out with editing audio that you had from conversations that you'd had with Steve Tatko and um, Sandy Neely a couple years ago. And so I didn't really, you know, those are people I'd never met. I just kind of listened to the audio, worked on those. And so in this spring, we started setting up the people who we were going to interview all of this summer. And so since a lot of them live fairly far away from where we live in Cumberland County, we tried to plan some trips where we could see multiple people over you know, the course of two days. Two weeks ago, we went up to Patton and we talked to Susan and Mark Adams, who work at the Elliottsville Foundation. They're recreation managers for the Elliottsville Foundation, and they do a ton of community outreach and building facilities in the new park. So we went up there. They hosted us at their house, the Elliottsville Foundation's property, and we went canoeing. So, time out. Yeah. So, the canoe, we went canoeing. Yeah. There's more to it because yeah. <laughs> we went in one canoe on like a 10 mile canoe trip, and you were sitting on the bottom of the canoe in the middle with a microphone in your hand and a headset on recording Susan. And then I was in the bow and with a jury rigged mic to try to get yeah. my voice. Yeah. And we dragged the canoe for her. A mile or so down the Sebois River because the water was so low. Yeah. And, but we didn't tip the canoe over, so that's good. 
that is good i was worried about that the entire time oh were you <laughs> i was i just kept thinking i was like oh my gosh this is not gonna be good there's there were only one or two moments where i was like i want to make sure that we don't tip it here yeah. every, every the rest of the time i was like it was totally fine okay okay that's good to hear i think also i was facing but it's funny to know that you were nervous about it the whole time well yeah i mean i was facing backward in my <laughs> so i couldn't really see where you're oh my going. god i didn't even think about that i forgot that you were facing <laughs> backwards in the canoe looking, <laughs> looking at susan yeah so that worked out well we weren't sure at the beginning of the summer what the dynamic would be like having two people doing interviews whether it would make the conversation different because a lot of it is it's all it's people you know and so you talking to them is different than you talking to them with me holding the microphone in front of them so we weren't sure how that would play out but we couldn't have done it in the canoe there's no other way in the canoe there was absolutely no other way and then you did an interview on your own Mm -hmm. yeah so then i did the my first interview on my own I interviewed Landon Fake, who is the executive director of Great Pond Mountain Conservation Trust, which is based in Orland, Maine, which is on the coast. Landon is a family friend. He was a college friend of my dad's, and they've climbed together and gone on lots of different adventures together over the years, and so I've known him for a very long time. And then this week, we're up in the Greenville Moosehead area, so, so we're going to hear you, some, you come in some on the Susan Adams interview because yes. you're sort of yes. part of the story yeah. of being in the canoe. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so we'll, we'll hear you in your interview with Landon yeah. and then probably in our, our interviews tomorrow. So part of the idea is that we wanted to introduce the listeners to you, Lily, May Mountain Collaborative co-producer and intern. Anything else that people should know about you or your interests? I really love the outdoors. I love being in Maine. I'd say I really love hiking, cross-country skiing, trail running, and biking when I can. Pretty much anything I can do to be outside is great. And I've gotten to spend a lot of time outside doing these interviews so far. So that's been awesome. Sitting backward in the bottom of a canoe down a shallow river. Yes, but outside, <laughs> and it was pretty. <laughs> yeah, it was a gorgeous spot, so really can't complain. And you spent a fair amount of time in the back of a pickup today. I did. Sp- yes, I was in the back of a pickup truck for quite a. Yeah, that was a while today. Cool. Well, I appreciate your time and commitment to the podcast and the collaborative over the summer. And I hope that you learned some stuff and can carry stuff forward. And I think it's also great that Carlton gave you the opportunity with the internship funding that they provide. So I did not have a ready source of internship funding. So when you when you said, hey, I could do this, I was like, bingo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am also very grateful to Carlton. It's an amazing program through the Career Center where if you have an internship that is either unpaid or low-paying Carlton. You can apply for funding through Carlton. So that totally made this possible for me, and I'm very grateful for that. So, yes, thank you, Carlton. (laughs)